Hello and welcome. This is Nicole Sylvester, host of O-Shift Show, and I am so grateful to have you here. In this show, I'm gonna invite you to open up to limitless possibility and live your best life right now. Not later, but now. This podcast is unedited to give you the realest talk on radical transformation. It's time to reclaim your power, own your worth, and say hell yes to the goodness that awaits. Let's get started. All right, today's episode is special because it's our very first O-Shift show guest, Annabelle Vizcara. Annabelle is a womb wisdom mentor, embodiment guide, and overall feminine, fiery, spiritual badass. And I'm honored to call her one of my closest friends. Um, She is such a treasure to me, and you're going to be hearing so much from her. But before we do that, I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by none other than my challenge, Own Your Money Shift. Because look, you've got to own your money shit, all the crap, all the funky stuff, all the limiting beliefs and all the fears and the resistance before you can experience a radical money shift. And I love doing abundance challenges, and I'm sure that some of you guys have taken some of my abundance challenges, but this is going to be a bit different because we're not dealing with all of abundance. Everything is abundance. We're focusing specifically on the tool and the abundance channel of money. So head over to my website right now to join the challenge. It's free. We're also giving away $1,000, and this time it's going to be two winners of $500 each, and the giveaway is going to happen on October 5th. So go ahead, website, Facebook, Instagram, you'll see it all over the place. But for now, listen up and enjoy my conversation with Annabelle. Let us know what you think after. But I will say this about her before we get going. Annabelle taught me so much about being a woman in my power without teaching me like without teaching me like hey this is what you should do it's just because that's the way she shows up that's who she is and it has also taught me that we can just teach people just by being ourselves just by being so I'll let her share more about what she does so Annabelle welcome to the O-Ship show thank you thanks for having me on Yes. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. <laughs> That's so, um, that means a lot to me because uh, not only because I love you and I've known you for so long and now like we're so close, but because that is the purpose of teaching or guiding into this womb wisdom way of life. Um, it's about returning to our creative power, to our true power of creation and through being you know, not so much doing, but returning to anchoring in that being and then moving into the world from that place. Yes. So, so then that means I am doing my work. I'm walking yes. my talk. <laughs> yeah. You are totally. And I think even with women that have been in my groups, I brought Annabelle into my groups to teach a session and lead some work there. And they say the same thing. So what is it that you feel when you look out into the world or like in online or women that come into your programs, what is the one thing that you feel where women are kind of stepping out of their power? Or they're just not totally showing up in that state of being. What is it? Yeah. So for me, what I see mostly is that, that we're so worried about the symptoms that we don't realize that there is a core disconnect that is causing all these symptoms. Mm. And so it's a forgetting. We have forgotten who we are as women and our abilities. And of course, this is normal because this is culturally what we're 
you know, how we're brought up and nobody teaches us about the cycles of our, you know, the rhythms of our body, mm. that innate wisdom that is our body that does not come from the mind. And, yeah. and so for me, that's what I see mostly. It's like, you know, we have problems at work, relationships, uh, you know, all these ways where we feel that we're not empowered, but we're not looking at how is this showing up inside of myself? Where can I take responsibility for, you know, what I'm missing and I'm trying to get from the outside? Yeah. When you think of, well, I know that you work a lot in relationships, right? Like women tend to go to you for support in relationships. What is that one thing, like when you are talking to women about the relationship, where is that energy leak? Where does that give, where do they give away their power the most there? So mostly I would say it's the boundaries, yeah. uh, you know, like the having no standards, um, yeah. you know, being <laughs> about your standards, like what does that yeah. even mean? So I really feel like a, a lot of like the main thing is we're not clear about what our values are of how we want to live our lives. And, and so we, you know, we're still living and this shows up anyway, like with your, you do a lot of work around this, but like that mentality of lack. And mm-hmm. so we bring that into like how we show up in relationship. So we're always like, you know, showing up as like caretaker or like overcompensating because we want to, uh, we want to deserve that love mm-hmm. when really it's not about deserving love. We deserve love just because we're born. There's yeah. nothing we need to do, but we forget that it's, it's about belonging and love. We have forgotten that we need to belong in order for us to really reside inside that place. So I can say I deserve it all day long. And yeah, I deserve it. Of course, that's a true statement. But when I say I belong in that, that means like I am actually choosing to sit inside of that, you know? And, and so when I am relating to my partner or, you know, when I'm dating, there's things that are going to be um, not acceptable for me because that's not how I want to show up in the world. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we, we tend to be good with that. Like well, our careers, you know, uh, like we know what our standards are or like the, the commitment, but when it comes to actually committing to ourselves to belong in love and show up that way in relationships, it's really freaking hard. Cause that's, you know, intimate relationships is where, you know, that's the where we, yeah, it gets us. <laughs> right. I know. I know me. I'm like, definitely I can relate to that and that being the case. But for one thing that you said about the belonging and love and the deserving, it's like, okay, all of us say that I'm worthy. I'm deserving of money, relationships, the best job, whatever. But when you say to belong in it, yes. go deeper into that. Like what so if you, even if you can like close your eyes and just, you can say, I deserve, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can say, I belong. There's a very different frequency. Yeah. One is like, I have to get, like, it's yes. like, and one it's is like, of I belong, me. this is me. Yeah. Okay. I feel that now. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there's, it's outside of me. So there's a part of me that's still trying to get something. Yeah. Even though I know is that right, and, and of course that is that can be a, a useful step to get to the belonging because some of us are so far away from it that we've got to use this like, you know, I deserve it, I am worthy of it, you know, and it but it it starts to like as we peel the layers because as you know the healing is a layering process yeah. as we begin to peel the the layers we will find that it's about belonging in it 
So when I can actually cultivate that I can sit and when I say I belong in it, it almost feels like this energetic bath of like light and love. Like, you know, yeah. just like, of course it is. Of course yeah, it is. Course yeah. in that. You know, it's like this little yeah. of love I belong in. Yeah. And your background is like so fitting of that. They can't see, but it just reminds me of that. It's like this colorful circle behind her. Yeah. So my little. I like that feeling. And that's, that brings us into this like embodiment piece that you teach. Mm-hmm. Because it's different than just being in the mind of like, here's what I deserve. And no one's going to treat me like that. And, you know, all of these things, standards, but it becomes this way of leading Right? You want to tell us some more about that? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. How do we live from that? Yeah. Teach us to live from the womb. (laughs) Yeah. Living from that space of belonging, right? Of like feeling that and and cultivating living in that space. So there's, um, you know, obviously, I I feel like we can all see how living from our minds has created, you know, everything that's outside of us that we can visually see. And it works, it, it helps us, it supports us. But what happens is like the mind or the thoughts, they're never supposed to be the master and that's what it's become. So now our thoughts lead, you know, versus our thoughts being the servant of the heart and the body and, the, and, and like a, a more holistic way of being. So when I want to create something, I can will myself to it and, you know, Um, You talk about this a lot in your work of like, of not just from that hustle, right? Because the hustle comes from the mind. I have to do this or even trying to do things like Amanda's, you know, and, 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 and experiencing the burnout of that. So for a woman, we are made up so differently. Our body, our energetic body is so different. It goes through these beautiful rhythms every month and when we don't honor that it it begins to give us a lot of dissonance like uh, energetic dissonance and so it doesn't really allow us to function efficiently um, because we're just like coming from our heads so the embodiment process is not only to have the concept in the head which is important right? Like right. it's like a re- like returning home, right? Yeah, that's what it feels so, like. Yeah, so it's like we're out there and then like how do we return home to ourselves? And that's really what the embodiment is. It's like whatever concept you have. So if I have things around relationships or, you know, not feeling worthy of something, it's like right. I'm bringing it back. I'm conceptualizing it like, oh, there's that perspective. That's wonderful. But then there's an, an integration process that needs to happen so that that new perspective can become a part of your being. So now you, you move into the space of like, I believe that. I don't have yeah. to remind myself all the time. Right. That's just what it is. And, you know, easier said than done because yeah. embodiment is not, you know, it's, a, it's a, a practice. Like you have to consistently bring yourself to that plate, to that new perspective until the body can relearn that way of being, right. that the subconscious. What's a, what's a symptom, or not a symptom, I should say, and like I'm following along, but there's some people that maybe like they don't know what it feels like, right? So it's like what's the things that come up for you? Like for me, when I'm feeling disconnected and I'm not leading from my womb or body or just my truth, I get anxiety, right? I start feeling like 
a little bit tense and I start feeling like life is moving faster than I can move. <laughs> like, what does it feel like for you? Like, what's there, what are those kind of signals? Or Yeah, so it will, it will feel like nothing's working out, you know, yeah. it'll feel chaotic. Like, yeah. that's, that's what I can relate to because you're not in your energetic flow. Yeah. And, and so it'll start to feel that dissonance again. We'll, mm. we'll start like, this isn't working, you know, and you keep trying to make it work because in your head, you think it should be that way. Yeah. But then that's that moment that's like, okay, this isn't working. Let me reassess. Let me, right. let me check in. Is this still something that, you know, I, I want to do or I want to create? And so for me, I experience it as it's just chaotic energy when some, or, or it could be frustration, like you're frustrated. We become frustrated when we're trying to control an outcome. Yeah. And, you know, and control comes directly, obviously, from our thoughts. But our thoughts are shaped by our being. And so uh, when, we're, when we're disconnected from, like, okay, I'm in my flow. I feel relaxed. We're going to be busy. There's, a, there's an aspect of it, like, yes, you've got to, like, lean into things, right? Like, right. you can't just sit back and be like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and everything's just going to happen because there's the sacred action that needs to happen yeah. to follow the, any intention that we have. But, yeah, for me, it would be, like, when everything starts feeling chaotic and overwhelming, yeah. it's time for me to go for a walk, you know, or, like, meditate. Or allow something else is trying to come through or tr to get my attention and mm -hmm. I'm not allowing it because I'm too busy fixed on the expectation. Right. That makes sense. And I, I can relate to it. But it's funny because I said anxious, you said chaotic. And it's like nature is that in a way, but also like when we're at home with ourselves, it just feels, we feel so much more grounded. So yeah. That comes up with money consciousness. It comes up with all of these creation aspects of our life. Yes, absolutely. And even like, you know, if you look at, if you look at nature, like, the, like when there's hurricanes and there's this like chaotic and all that energy, like what is it doing? It's a clearing space. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, it's, it's clearing out energy. It's clearing space. So when that happens in our lives, it's like these storms that come along, they're actually trying to clear something. They're trying to make room for something. Right. And so that's when we have to kind of sit back and listen to that, in, that intuitive voice. And for me, um, you know, I refer to it from the womb because I feel that our wombs is a creative center as women. It's our edge. Men don't have a physical womb, you yeah. know? So it's like, and so it's our... It's our edge in the sense that we have an organ that has the blueprint of creation. And when we learn the, uh, you know, energetic laws and how the universe works, we can take anything that we want to create and we can seed it into our womb and we gestate it and we birth yeah. it out into the world. And that's conscious conception. That's conscious birthing Yeah. because it's not just about children. It's about what are we here to create? What dharma are we here to live? And we have this God-given birthright and access to birth into the, into the physical. Think about it. Yeah. Like, we birth men. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, yeah. we have our uterus is like a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I love that thing. I just wrote a little note because I was like, oh yeah, we need to put that on our little like audio clip <laughs> when it comes out because it's so good, but it's true. It's like you said, it's our, our blueprint of creation. Yes. But it's also us remembering. I know for me, I can just speak for me. Like I was not connected to the power of my body or that my body was its own living thing that I was not. Like it's with me, I'm with it, but it's doing its own thing. And like, can I listen to its messages? Can I pay attention? So now I know some people are totally fine with this and some people judge me as crazy, but I'm like, (laughs) I'm just not feeling it. Like it just doesn't feel good anymore, (laughs) you know, but it's just like this deep level of honoring. Um, But I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's like when I look out into the world, I see that there's so many people that aren't living like that still living in the obligation, living in the pain. And it's like you say, it's the blueprint of creation. So it's like, can we go back and remember our power? Mm-hmm. And then um, just remember, now this brings me into the next thing. Since it's the womb of creation, or the, our womb is the blueprint of creation. So it's like, now let's talk about letting people up in our womb physically. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Which is like something that you yeah. always talk <laughs> I, about. <laughs> I talk about a lot, right? But, and, and, and. Perfect, because what I was, uh, what was coming up for me as you were saying that is that it's, we have forgotten that like our bodies is a vessel for our consciousness, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's the, the landscape that holds our wisdom, right? And mm-hmm. it physically allows us to make the moves and take the action that needs to happen so that we can create into the physical world, right? Right. right. Um, but we see it, see the way that I've learned to, that I feel has really helped me and how I relate to my body is that I am the queen consciousness of my body, you know, and this is my queendom. And there's, there's trillions of cells that are working in this, in this uh, uh, Anavil, I call it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that I am the queen of. So I'm responsible for this my my landscape my queendom and so when that that's why it's so important for me to like you know how I eat the stuff that I listen to what I'm exposed to what like the people that I allow into my queendom Mm -hmm. so now that you bring this up is like this is why I feel like you know your body and your womb that's a temple like that's the temple of your queendom and you're not just gonna allow any peasant or beggar to come in and like play <laughs> your temple like, this. like back away from the temple <laughs> like, like no you gotta go through a process like yeah. you know, come to visitors night like it's a meditation <laughs> like it how you worship <laughs> you know but but because we have forgotten that yeah we just you know sort of like our own desire we all carry a deep innate human desire to be loved and accepted and when that is on you know depleted when we're not giving that to ourselves we're always seeking for it outside and so a lot of times like we will have you know interactions with men out of that just that sort of like quick fix to get that feeling of like connection when really most of them are not even a connection you know and and, uh, and then from a healing perspective, of course, like just energetically, when you allow someone else's aura into yours, there, there's already an effect, right? Like when you meet someone and they're not giving you a good vibe, like you, yeah. sometimes you walk away and you're like, oh, that interaction was like, did not make yeah. me feel good. Yeah. So can you imagine like allowing 
a man's. I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, be inside of your womb yeah. in your vagina and like all up in me. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is that as women, we're receivers. We're natural yeah. receivers. We are a chalice. Yeah, you know, and so you know, here they come and we receive and we're wondering why we are carrying so much stuff that doesn't even belong to us. Right. You know, so it's sort of like you're signing up for, for even more uh, processing and healing than you even need to, because, you know, you think that you're a charity house. Well, I don't think people understand. So that's the thing. It's funny. I found myself at this for all of you guys listening. I just want to tell you this because this is how funny it is. I found myself at this like 10 person table at Nobu in Malibu, like where it was a men and women's event. And somehow 10 of us women were at a table and I'm explaining to them the energetics of what Annabelle has taught me. <laughs> and to me, it's so clear now, but I remember when it wasn't. So I was like, you've got, and um, you know, one of the ladies was like, Oh, like referring to a man as a fuck boy that she kept calling back <laughs> and wow. we were all kind of teasing. I was like, hold up. I have to tell you some important stuff here. <laughs> and I'm like Telling them about this. And a lot of them were like, what? Like that's so, that makes so much sense. <laughs> and um, So that's why I want to share this with all of you listening, because for some of you, you may have that man or even that woman that is in your life. And it's just like, you're looking for connection. You call them, I've done it. And then you end up leaving, even sometimes with you not even having sex, you feel worse. Yes. So yes. it's getting really clear on like how you feel. Yeah. That, and that also, here, finish what you want to say, but then I, that brings me to one of the things you put on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And so, so it's even like us confusing, like what is true intimacy? You know, we yeah. think that sex does not, is not always intimate, you know, and intimacy no. does not always mean a sexual interaction. So it's learning how to become intimate with yourself, you know, like coming back into that self-love of, you know, uh, of filling our own cup, right? And so, and because when we are full, we overflow and we give of that overflow rather than trying to get from someone. And that's actually like such a sexy thing. Like, you know, men love that. Like when a woman is like in her overflow, like they're just attracted to that when a woman is in in like this needy space like yeah. it's very like they'll have sex with you because you know they're gonna do that but right. it's very repelling as far as like wanting anything further than that right no that makes yeah. so much sense and there's like that desperation energy but the other thing is if you're in the space of overflow and loving yourself most likely you're going to stop dealing with people's nonsense anyway, because you're yeah. like, that's repulsive to me because that's no longer an energetic match. Exactly. And yes, of course you don't resonate to that with that anymore. So like right. people's intentions, um, you know, or, or, or reasons why they're, they hanging out with you. If they're not serving your higher expression, it's not going to resonate. You're not even going to be attracted to it anymore. So so this brings up this for me, like, do you feel then women don't really have a reason to ever be mad at men for these things because it's them doing it, right? It's right. like, we, well, they are engaging in it. Yeah. So, you know, and this is like, so like people get upset all the time, like when I express this, but I really feel like for me, I feel like women are the leading power. Like we are that, that creator that co-creator right right? and we men do what we allow 
And because we have been beaten down so much in our self-esteem and our ability and our forgetting through, you know, everything that's happened, like patriarchal ways, just so many different cultural things that are, that are set up that way. We've right. forgotten. And so we allow toxic behaviors because we are in that lack. Right. I hear women all the time say, there's really, there's no good men out there. Well, we're birthing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and, it's, and it's like, uh, we, we've got to, this may not happen overnight, but for me, like, this is my work in the world of like, re yeah. remembering this. So because our generation will go further, you know, the next generation will go further. And we weren't taught these things, but we can now remember, this is why this platforms like these are so important because we can have these conversations and it's like I don't have to teach you anything because you already know everything but when you hear me say it it's like oh that oh. makes sense like yeah. yeah that's a remembrance so you know if we want to begin to see that shift in a in a in a collective as far as like how men show up in relationships we have to be the ones to do the work right now and you know a lot of us are tired because we've been doing uh, men's emotional work for a long time. Yeah. And so this is like this whole movement that we have, which is beautiful because we have to go through that, like being angry. How could I put up with this shit for so long? How could I do this? Right. You know, but then there's that returning into that flow of like, oh, I remember now and I choose to live a different way. And, you know, one woman's remembrance is another woman's awakening. And that's yeah. how we create this, this, this shift. I so, yes. And, and it's also like taking a responsibility that we're all here together. So like, if we're all just going to bitch about what one sex is doing, <laughs> then like, how's anyone ever going to grow? <laughs> right. Like, and like, you know, because, and energy speaks so much louder than words. Right. So it's like looking at like us, how are we perpetuating these behaviors? So if I'm going out with men that I know are, have a relationship, if I'm seeing, if I'm dating men who are married or, or even, you know, so much as like, if I'm dating a man who has a kid and is not responsible for that child, like, what does that really say about how the standards that I have? Right. Because that could be, that could be, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's this, these standards that we, we perpetuate and then we bitch about, like we yeah. complain about. And then we say, you know, um, there's so much competitiveness with women of like, I, and this is ancient, you know, it's an ancient wound of the feminine of like needing to be prettier and better and all that. Yeah. So you could be the chosen one. Well, that's all bullshit. Like yeah. they, we choose them, you know, um, a really cool thing I want to share with you because I feel like this is something that not a lot of people know is that. You know, we're taught that when the sperm, when the sperm gets to the egg in, you know, in conception, yeah. that, that it's the fastest sperm, the one that's like able to penetrate the egg, the one that gets in and that's yeah. the, the baby, right? Well, it's a freaking lie. If you really look this up and there's like, Google it, yeah. um, you know, the egg actually has these little villi. It's like these little tentacles, yeah. right? And so the sperm get to the egg, and then the egg's intelligence selects the smartest, healthiest oh sperm. And That's what cool. it does, it like <laughs> wrestles it out, and it like brings it in to itself. 
Yeah. So there is no penetration. Like there isn't. It's the, the egg selects the sperm. That is the highest, most viable um, choice from what yeah. you've given it, <laughs> yeah. you know, and creates the child, the, the child from that. So it's, that's beautiful. It's, but how, but I how we've that. been, yeah. And yeah. that's like such a forgetting. It's like, even when, when a man, you know, when we are having a relationship, when we're having sex with a man, it's like, if I, if a man just like penetrates me, like it's not the same as like when I am ready and I just take him in and yeah. we've all experienced that. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. you just like suck yeah. that in, right? It's like, come yeah. right in <laughs> versus like, just, you know, sort of like being penetrated because then yeah. you're not ready. Like the juices are flowing. Yeah. So it's so beautiful. Like everything is the nature is just showing and that's the nature that's bodies. the nature flow i but yeah that i love that and it's funny because you see all those visuals too like on movies or anything and it shows that so it's a nice it's a nice shift yeah. you see that goes back to like if we would just do that instead of like the first man that comes or the only one that's like easily Lack. available <laughs> like you know or like whatever one is on tinder when i first go on not that i'm on tinder but, you know, just looking at what's out there and then people are complaining. So going back to, to what you said on Instagram that I loved, because it says, he didn't lie when he said he wasn't in it, but my needs kept whispering, he doesn't really mean that. And then it says selective hearing. So I like that because I know I've been guilty of that where I'm like, oh, but his actions are acting like this, but he says this and we create our own narratives. And it's like now in my current consciousness, I'm fully aware, like, no, like, let, can I be really honest about what's happening here? Not just with men, but with everything so that I can be a more conscious co-creator here. Right. So talk yeah. about that because whatever yeah, you want to so, say about that, it's just an interesting topic in it. And it's, yeah. And you know, it's just, I feel like so many of us say we want the truth, but do we really want it? You know? It's, yeah. it's like we create our own versions of truth. And all of the, you know, this will come from filters. Like we all carry different filters. And depending on our experience of how we were taught when we were little, because the first seven years of our lives, we're like, we're in this um, brainwave where we're just absorbing. We're being imprinted. So we're learning how, you know, we learn through our parents, through our environment, like, how do I receive love? How do I ask for love? Yeah. What does it take? And so these are all, this is like the, the first imprints that happened for us. And all of our lives, we will continue to replay that unless we actually sit, like, take a step back and consciously question the beliefs. Right. And so most of us never, you know, first of all, for me, nobody ever told me I could do that. Like actually question what you believe. Right. Yeah. So it's like, but as we do our healing work or as we are in on our, on our path, it's, it's so important to go back and, and, and revisit that. Like, how did I learn that in my first seven years? Because you were a complete sponge. Like everything is, you're just learning. Yeah. And those that creates the filters. So when we're looking for love, we are looking to feel the love through those filters. So we will shape things. It's kind of like, you know, I always use this metaphor of like, you find the, the beautiful dress, but it doesn't fit you. 
but mm-hmm. you're like, oh, but I could alter this and I could like make it like yeah. this and it's such a good deal. I can't just let it go. Yeah. So you do it, but then you find out like you never even wore the dress or so, like it just yeah. didn't fit. And so that's what we tend to do with men or in relationships. We want to like custom tailor it to meet our needs. And we're not consciously doing this, but you know, there's, there, there's an, an aspect that's like listening through those filters. So even though I know the truth, the truth is uncomfortable. So I'm just going right. to pretend that, no, that's going to change anyway. Right. You know, like, oh yeah, he did say that, but then he said this word and that word means he doesn't really mean that. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just what yeah. he thinks right now. He's confused. And, yeah. And like, it's, it's so crazy. It's such a mind fuckery, like <laughs> with these things. And this is also, Annabelle and I always have these conversations about the men that are teaching us women how to date. And I get it because it's like, well, a woman doesn't know a man's mind. But it, there's like a tone of, there's a tone in these books that are written by men and these videos that are made by men that you can't fully be yourself as a woman. I mean, at least this is my way of taking this in. Um, you can't fully be your, your woman, emotional, expressive, sharing what you need, sharing these things, or you might push a man away. Right. So, you know, we all grew up sort of, well, I know I, I, when I started like looking into like, oh, I want to improve my relationships. It's like the first book that was available was like, why men love bitches, which is actually by a woman. Yeah. So it's like, so it was like, I was like, oh, okay. So like, this I is what I, yeah. Like this <laughs> I need to learn, you know, but yeah. the thing is like, I feel that most of what's out there of like, it's, it's, it's learning how to manipulate men into doing what you want, you yeah. know, uh, or, or learning how to play the game. Right. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, as a, as a woman who is here to create collective shifts, as a woman who is here to anchor a new way of being or consciousness, a more refined uh, version and just the awakening, right, that we're experiencing, you want to have a partner that can support all of your processes as well. You know, not just, let me just show you the nice part of me and why you should be with me. But, you know, then six months later, I'll show up like my real face. So it's kind of like teaching you how to create these personalities that are just masks, but it doesn't shift anything inside of you. So you're still you and you're still going to feel unfulfilled because, you know, you can't be yourself. It feels like insecure. Like it feels like to me, it just creates this insecurity of like. You have to like, you're not good enough. Eggshells. (laughs) And it's like that you're not good enough. So you've got to like shift these things and and it's playing into the whole game of how women and and men relate right now which it hasn't worked you know this is why relationships like the 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 sort of conventional way didn't work so then we started exploring other ways and you know and now there's like all sorts of different sorts of relationships being explored but ultimately it comes down to how can you how can you invite someone into your life where you can drop into deep intimacy? Yeah. Where you can be yourself and, and, and refine yourself and allow that room for someone else as well and not demand and impose, you know, but, but rather just like be an invitation to, to love. Like it's that when that whole, like going back to belonging and love, it's like when you're belonging in love, it's like, who doesn't want that? Like, who doesn't want to come 
home to that space, you know, yeah. and, 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 and yeah, I'm not saying it's all going to be wonderful and sparkles and all that, because it's a lot of, you know, it will be yeah. work, but you want someone who can, who can commit to that level of like, we're going to get through this, like, we're going to face whatever comes. And, you know, we're going to make it on the other side. Yeah. So it goes to show we have to be that with ourselves. Because even if like things come up in our life, like things are coming up, can I love myself more here? How can I love myself more here? If we're not doing it to ourselves, why do we think that a man is going to pop in and just give us all the overflow of love we need and we're going to feel better? And it's just not. Yeah. And it's like that, that whole like, uh, you know, how we're talking about fairy tales, like, you know, the, the Prince Charming is going to come and save you. You know, it's like, no, actually, like, he's not going to save you from you, like you're with you. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, and he's, and the thing is, like, also, like, all those dragons, right, that the in yeah. fairy tales that he has to defeat. It's like, no, he's got to learn to love those dragons. Yeah. <laughs> to get to you. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's like, really, it's just learning to honor ourselves as like, these majestic, beauty, beautiful landscape mountains that we are. And yeah. I just heard uh, one of my friends said this, and it was so beautiful and perfect. It's like, when you're a mountain, like people prepare to go climb mountains, mm. you know, people take their time, they study the landscape, and the mountain, it still has its harshness, it's still going to have its weather, it's going to have all that. But these people go and like, they'll and okay, they failed. Now they go back and like, learn like yeah. how do I approach that but we have become freaking rubbles of pebbles because we've yeah. adjusted like instead of being that majestic mountain that stands in in their truth we've adjusted oh let me adjust the weather so I can make it more comfortable for you oh let me, yeah like, give you an easier climb you know it's like it, and so yeah. in that process we lose our wildness yeah. we lose oh, our ability that. to just be all of ourselves, the full spirit right. of us. That's a really beautiful analogy. Yeah, I love I like that. I, I never it. heard that before. Yeah, that's good. And you're right. Like it is, I like the adjusting the weather part. <laughs> like, right? Nobody wants to climb a mountain that's easy and they're not going to be posting about it. They're not going to be like, oh my God, I did it. Only 12 <laughs> people have done it in all of life. <laughs> but like, yeah. So that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So... I want to ask you a question and I was just thinking of one and I was like, yeah, but then I went back into listening to you. Um, so maybe it will come, but what is your take on just a quick, cause you teach relationships and obviously you're like very progressive conscious relationships. What do you think about marriage? I love like, marriage yeah. <laughs> and okay. you know, and I love divorce and yeah. I love, yeah, you know, you said that the other day. <laughs> You know, I, for me, I feel like, you know, marriage is, we can look at it like how it's been taught to us. Mm -hmm. And that's just a business transaction and, you know, in an institutional way to limit us, right? Or just, this is what success is like being a marriage. Like there's so many marriages that have been together for 30 years, but are miserable, but they're still considered a successful marriage, right? So for me, I feel like, you know, the way that I would love to share that with my partner as a, as a, um, you know, I, I feel like marriage is sort of like celebrating, inviting all the people and celebrating and making a deeper commitment that yeah. I am in this with this person, that I want to honor him, you know, and honor myself and we can create this container. Cause 
I really feel like marriage is creating a container for everything that's going to go in there, right? Um, and there's also people that, you know, that may not work for them. And that's also, it's more about what is true for you, like what feels true and resonant to you at a deeper level, not from your wounding and your judgment, right. but from your core, like what supports your soul expression. Right. And that could be marriage. That could be getting a divorce. That could be, you know, right. I, I don't, um, I really don't resonate with polyamory or like any, like that stuff. I, I just don't, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I feel that there's, it's already for me in my experience, it's so it's such a challenge to drop into intimacy with one person yeah. with one other person yeah. that to invite others. I don't know. That's yeah. That's, yeah. I, mean, so. I, don't, I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think that's for me. I'm still not with one. <laughs> like, you know, I gotta be ready for at least energy to share with one person. Yeah. Like, and and for me, it just feels like it's 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 a way to to um, stay. In, in the surface of intimacy. It's like an avoidance. It's like an right, like a, a deeper yeah. avoidance yeah. Of, of actually just committing. We, we, yeah. we have such a hard time committing now. Like we do things yes. half-heartedly, right? Like yes. just, it, it's like, okay, yeah, I will until something else comes along. Or, you know, and there's a difference between knowing that that doesn't work for you from a soul level or just because you're avoiding the deeper commitment. Right. And just being half-hearted. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I was just curious on, on that. And there's no right or wrong answer for anyone that's listening, right. but I think I'm going to, anyone that I'm going to ask on here, any of the questions I ask, cause it's just their take of like, what do you think of this? Um, what are, do you have deal breakers in relationships? I don't think I ever asked you, or do you believe, I know you don't believe in the list. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I definitely so, feel like I have values you okay. know, that are important. So things, you know, lifestyle I want to live, you know, does yeah. that match? Can you uh, share I think one of that's yours? a big one. I'm sorry? Can you share one of yours? One of my uh, values. lifestyle values. Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, growth is important. I feel like, you know, when we don't grow, we stagnate and we start to die <laughs> even yeah. faster. I just feel like, you know, there's always, there, there's gotta be like that, that, um, change that right. evolution open to evolution and, and, and new way. So definitely, uh, that would be a deal breaker for me for someone who's like very like, this is my ways and this is how I will die. And that would not be, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't work out. We just yeah. wouldn't work out. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that that's that's one of them, definitely okay. a big one. How about you? Mine's um, a few things. Growth is huge for me. Obviously, I get bored easily, so variety is big. Um, you know, one that's kind of a surface one, but not really because it's our health is smoking. Like I see really attractive men, and if I see them smoking a cigarette, it's just a I don't want to kiss you. I don't want to smell that. I feel like we don't have the same values when it comes to our health and well being. Right. So. That's yeah, and I, I, I posted this uh, the other day, but it's like, that's another one for me, like a healthy lifestyle. Because yeah. if you can't take care of yourself, how the hell are you going to take care of me? Yeah, how <laughs> are we going to all together? <laughs> yeah, like I can't, so it's, it's um, and that's a lifestyle thing. Like that's one of your values yeah. of lifestyle Yeah, that wouldn't match. I think it's interesting. I mean, I do believe that like in love, 
and this may just be like a little fairy tale bullshit, but I do believe that love is so powerful that it can just overcome all of these things. And who knows? I'm not going to say right. never, but I've noticed that that's one of those things. I've like literally in the past couple of days, I've seen men where I'm like, oh, like it like attracts me. And then I see him like, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we're just out and about, you know? So I was like, right. uh-huh. I'm like, I don't think I would, yeah, bend on that, but, um, it's just yeah, so that's the thing is they were like open to it, right? You that's a conversation to be had at the beginning of a yeah. of relating. And when someone's like, No, I love smoking and I will forever keep then you know that's not for you. Yeah. What do you um, think about manifesting a man or a woman? Um, I don't feel like for me, I don't feel like I feel like manifesting in the sense of like let me create the list and put the list together and like set it as an intention. I feel it's actually uh, pretty arrogant as a co-creator of um, you think you know what you need. You know, I feel that there's a reverence and humility that true love requires um, that needs to sort of, instead of manifesting and creating something outside of yourself, it's like opening to be that conduit, you know, and like clearing and, and, uh, sort of shifting your own frequency so yeah. that you can invite someone into that space. So I really feel it's resonance. Yes. Like it's, it, th- there's that, you've got to be radiating this resonance so that right. that person, you know, can hear the clarion call and, and yeah. come to you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like, we, you know, we're out there finding men. Hunting is not our thing. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like blooming and being lush and loving ourselves yeah. and doing, doing things that we love naturally makes us radiant. Yeah. And it's naturally going to be attractive and, and call in the, the man for us. But again, it's that, like, are we living from lack? Do we yeah. think like, oh, I've got to get out there? Or, or yeah. a, a big one is like, I'm getting older I don't have that many options. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. all these conditioning. Or like I need to have a baby and women are like 33 and they're like, oh my God, I got to have a baby. I'm like, people are having babies till like 45 these days. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you Relax. shouldn't be just having a baby just for the heck of the sake of having a baby, you know, <laughs> but um, that's a whole. If you want to, like, yeah. but I think that there's like, go to us. I mean, there's so many ways that you can do that. I mean, we're blessed with that technology, but I think it's also then getting clear though. Like, do you only want to have a baby if you're in a lifelong relationship with the father or right. but you just need sperm? <laughs> like, yes. Are you just worthy to hold, like, to bear a child? <laughs> like, which one is it? So it's just an interesting, like, but it's, again, getting honest about, like, what you need, why you need it. Um, so that's a funny, it's a funny little thing. But relationships are so complex, and that's why it's just fun to talk about it. But so then you're basically saying – that we can just write our list and at the end say this or better. <laughs> <laughs> you would love that. You would love. No, yeah, I don't. I feel like list. you can get clear of like what are the essential, the values, like we said, right? And then asking yourself, am I a woman who's living these values? Because yeah. we impose this on, on like, oh, I want a man to be this way, but you're not even like that. So yeah. would that man even want you? Probably yeah. not. You yeah. know. So it's. Getting like, what are the values? What are the things that are essential to you? And then just allowing life to also, you know, have their co-creative, the the co-creative aspect of it. It's like, you don't know, we don't know what we need 
um, to the degree that we think we do, right? Sometimes yeah, we need things that. that actually we don't or we need yeah. something that we can't see. So just allow like that trust. And again, it's, it's moving into that belonging and love because then yeah. you know that life is for you. The yeah. only one getting in the way is ourselves. Yeah. I love that because it really just brings us back to this whole trust in life mm-hmm. and trust what you feel. And if there's something in your life, a man or anything that is just not feeling that like deep down, you know, can you release it? Can you trust it? And just wait until something comes up instead of, like you said, writing all the lists, being on all the like sites. And I mean, I just, for me personally, it's like, I can't relate to that. Cause I just, I, but I'm like that with my business. So I'm the opposite right. where I'm like, I'm going to try to co-create all of these things. And um, I have to sometimes remind myself, like there's something so much bigger than I can even imagine here. Yes. Um, so it's just funny how we all have our things that we do that yeah. with. And I say, um, I say uh, like living in expectancy, not expectation. Yeah. Right. So it's like that. when we're living in expectancy, it's like we are taking responsibility for, for showing up and for co-creating, but we're also giving room for like miracles. We're giving room to be surprised. And yeah. when we're in expectation, we think we're in control and we, you know, we want to know every single aspect of it. Right. So, that's yeah. so fun. Expecting the miracles. And it's also much more attractive when you're just enjoying versus like, Hunting. God, where are you? Yeah, my life is miserable without you. Yeah, and you know, and ultimately, as a woman, like I feel that's so important. Like living in that joy and that lightness, you know, and that experiencing like the journey, not just so worried about like when it gets here, why isn't it here, but just enjoying where you're at. Because trust me, we romanticize. Like when you're single, you romanticize about being in a relationship, and when you're in a relationship, you're like holy crap, this is a lot of work. I kind of like want to be single. (laughs) I want to be free again. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's like, enjoy where you're at now. Like I'll release that pressure of having to be somewhere. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. So that's a taste, my friends, of this whole womb, womb living, living in the womb. But also just like um, Annabelle just wrapped her course, which was, calling in the one, right? So she does courses on dating, but the thing is what about her course to ask her about her course, what it was going to be about and like the things she was going to teach. And it's not like your average, like go find your love and write the list kind of thing. It's like really activating these parts and accessing these parts of you that you may not have ever accessed before, but having the permission and also having the space. But then, so I just want you to be mindful of if any of this is speaking to you to pay attention to the stuff she has going on and definitely get in it, be a part of it. So tell us about the thing that's coming up. Yeah. So, so in that course was summoning the one and oh, summoning the basically one. it was just one about, book, my bad. yeah. And it was just, it was just about like getting to the places that are keeping us from resonating at the level of love that we want to be met in. Yeah. So that, that was the, the course that just is wrapping up. And then now I'm going to be uh, October 8th, actually, I'm going to start a 21 day journey of uh, learning to reconnect to that voice, that womb voice, that womb center that opens up into that belonging that we've been talking about, you know, learning how to, how do I, how do I listen? Because, you know, we always hear this, like, listen to yourself, listen to your voice, like, you know, yeah. just stop and listen. But 
but it's like, how, how do I yeah. do that? Yeah. You know, and for so many of us, it's, it's a practice. So there's going to be 21 days of learning how to hone in on that and cultivate that relationship with your womb space. If there's any symptoms, any of that, that's all the body speaking. So that's how do good. we connect to that? Yeah. So I'm, ex I'm yeah. so excited about it yeah. because it's the first time I'm going to be running it. And I know it's, it's going to be an, an awesome journey. Yeah. I, I vouch for it, guys. So get in it if you can. And just go check it out. Are you doing any challenges or anything leading up? Or is it just going to be, are you doing classes or anything? No, um, I, I think I might have like a, like a call before just to talk about what we're going to cover. That's but awesome. yeah, no challenges for okay. it. Cool. Well, it's only a 21 day <laughs> journey anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, tell everyone where they can find you. Cool. So you can, you can find more of my work on my website. It's www.annabelle.com. You can find more info there. Follow me on Instagram, annabelle.viscara or on Facebook, find me there. Sweet. So, yeah. so we'll share the links too with you guys, but just in case you hear this and don't happen to see it, um, I think that's it. But if there's anything else, any other wisdom from your womb to ours, <laughs> you want to leave us with? Wake up. Yes. Wake up. Wake the heck up. Like it's long overdue. Yes. <laughs> you know, let's, let's all, let's return to that remembrance and, really step into that sovereignty of being a woman, a co-creator, and the full spectrum of, of nature that is our birthright. So yeah, excited to see you on there and let's do it together. I love it. All right, I love you so much. Thanks so much for coming I on. I love you, thank you. Thank you so All much right, and thanks to everyone. Yes, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know, either message Annabelle and let her know your thoughts. Be, like always hit me up on Instagram, Facebook. I love to hear your shifts from the show. And if you know someone that is also complaining about the men in their life or just the relationship that's not working, be sure to do one, someone a solid favor and share this episode with them because that's part of us all waking up together and taking responsibility and helping our tribe by like, hey, you know what? I think it's time we start doing this deeper work and stop acting like victims to this. So share away. I'm sending you guys so much love. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye. And that is how we shift, my friends. Before you go, I want to remind you to take time and celebrate your progress today. No matter where you are on your path, you're showing up for yourself. I know it because you're listening to this podcast. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together today. And you know, I love to hear your shifts from the show. Don't forget, your review means the world to me on iTunes. Please leave a review, subscribe, and share with your favorite people. If you're ready for more, head over to my website and download my free five-day Access Your Abundance meditation series. This series has been changing lives all year. Now it's your turn. Until next time, live your best life. <laughs>